in five words or less, why is hunger tech important to you? The impact it can have. I love it. This is Ag Bioscience. Welcome and thank you for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, President and CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. And this is the podcast where we explore all things Ag Bioscience. The people, the products and innovation across food, animal health, plant science and ag tech. Hunger is a challenge that faces more than 37 million people in the U.S. alone. That's roughly 11% of the population. And while the U.S. federal government invests more than $100 billion annually to improve food security, challenge remains. Agrinovis recently launched an innovation challenge called Hunger Tech to bring entrepreneurs, academics, and companies together to unlock the power of technology and economics to better match food supply with those in need. And in turn create new businesses. Partnering with Elements Health, Parkview Miro Center for Research and Development, Community Health Network, and leaders across the country, the Agrinovas Hunger Tech Innovation Challenge welcomed 11 teams who competed for $25,000. Today, we're joined by the winner of the Hunger Tech Innovation Challenge, Bloomington, Indiana-based tech company Civic Champs, joined by CEO Gung Wong. Gung, welcome to Ag Bioscience. That's great to be here. Oh, it is so good to spend some time with you. Great seeing you again. First time since you made the big victory. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It was super, super exciting. The team and I were, were uh, you know, just incredibly pumped. Oh, I love it. Well, for those that may not know your tech company, maybe they don't know who Civic Champs is. Tell us more about you and the work you and your team are leading down in Bloomington. Yeah, so... Um, so we're, we're based in Bloomington. We also have an office in, in Pittsburgh as well. Um, and so we're still relatively young. We launched in 2019. Um, and basically Civic Champs, you know, our mission is to provide the most intuitive and impactful volunteer management platform for nonprofits and their champions. Um, and so that's really what we focus on. We believe a lot in the power of volunteerism, not only because it does good in our communities, uh, but also the ability for it to bring people together, right? Something that's, I think, sorely needed, right? And, and sort of um, the, uh, uh, the atmosphere that, that we have today. For sure. That, that sense of community, serving community is such a powerful force. And hunger is a challenge that I know you and your team are just wildly passionate about solving and addressing through volunteerism. How did you and your team decide amidst all the other things out there to prioritize competing in the Hunger Tech Innovation Challenge? So we actually in 2020, uh, because of COVID, uh, launched this, uh, you know, initiative called Helping Hands. And so um, we at the time, you know, we were, we're a software company and, and we were pretty young and we we're trying to sell to nonprofits to help them with volunteering, but volunteerism sort of stopped for a while right? Because everyone was um, unsure on how to proceed. And so we said, you know, how, how, what, what do we do now? And we, we went back to our, our mission and we said, well, our, you know, why, why are we here? We're here to help people. We're here to, um, and so what can we do in this moment? And we thought, well, right now there's a lot of uh, older adults or seniors who are stuck at home who don't, you know, there was no vaccine back then, right? And people weren't sure how, how serious or not the virus was. And, um, and there's a lack of sort of uh, access or transportation for a lot of folks like that. And we, um, and so we thought, let's create a, a service and a platform that allows, uh, you know, volunteers 
um, to help their neighbors in need by doing everyday tasks like uh, grocery deliveries, you know, pharmacy pickups and things like that. And so uh, we already at the time uh, started this initiative and we've actually kept it running since then uh, here in Bloomington. Um, and we did a small pilot in, in Pittsburgh as well. Uh, and so when Hunger Tech came along as a challenge, we thought, oh, this, this seems like almost the sort of natural evolution right, or the next step for us, right? So, um, you know, now we can expand, you know, our, our scope a little bit and say, hey, let's help these uh, folks who are on um, SNAP benefits, uh, ordering on EBT uh, to, to get free delivery of their groceries so that um, it becomes a viable path. That's fascinating, Gung. We, about the same time, you and your team were working on that a couple of years ago, the team here at Agronovus, we really dug in to understand what happened to the food supply chain during the pandemic. And one of the areas that just stood out to me, I mean, it was like this flashing red light that said, hey, go solve this, was in the future, food security will be driven by, more by connectivity than proximity, mm. meaning that digital would be more important than a brick and mortar store. And I think we saw that you know, in, in many areas of the economy where this e-grocery rise came, we see... Mm -hmm. Innovators like Joker and Shipped and GoPuff and pick pick your favorite e-grocer technology that was really focused on delivery. That really spawned for us what Hunger Tech was. And I think the, the biggest piece for us as we looked at Hunger Tech along with our partners at Elevance Health and so many others was how do we create a model where economics are possible, right? A solution mm -hmm. that doesn't simply rely on goodwill or philanthropy alone. How have you and your team at Civic Champs really thought about building a business model into your technology that can exist beyond simple philanthropy? Sure. Um, I mean, we're we're a benefit corporation, and so you know, even even by by our our uh, founding, right? We we've always had to sort of connect the you know the business elements with the social impact. And so for for us specific to Hunger Tech, right? Um, our thought was you know, if we can drive volume to the retailers, uh, there is a viable uh, strategy here where we can um, we can have the retailers pay, right? To Because if you can prove to them that, um, let's say, you know, there's a, a let's call it a million dollars in, in, in sort of SNAP benefits in a, in a specific town, right? That, that they spend a, a month. Um, almost none of that is online today, right? But if you as a retailer believe that, you can grab a large share of that because now you're the most convenient option. You know, there's lots of folks that live in food desert, but through delivery, right, that that kind of goes away because you can, you know, um, it doesn't matter. You don't have to walk three miles to the grocery right. store. Someone can just, you know, driving three miles is actually not not very far at all. Um, and, and so we uh, we think, you know, that's that's the model that we're going to go with is is partnering with these retailers giving them an incentive because we're going to have uh, more volume of, of, of uh, orders that, that, that are going to come to them. Right? It's a, it's a fascinating idea. And, you know, as we look, and it, even as you and I have talked, as we went through hunger tech and we talk about a hunger and it's one of those things that for, for many of us is an abstract concept. Uh, but it, it is an area, it is an area of challenge that really faces Indiana and, and others in the Midwest, but here specifically in mm -hmm. Indiana, 883,000 Hoosiers, roughly 13% of the state's population, food insecure. As you think about those numbers, Gung, I know that you've even tried a pilot, if I remember correctly. You, you've done you've done delivery. We've seen in research yep. where these 
homebound challenges, whether there's disabilities or, you know, there, there's a challenge in which proximity to a grocer, again, back to what we talked about with research becomes a challenge. Tell us more about the pilot and how some of these numbers are coming to life as you're working with those who are being served by federal programs. Yeah, I mean, the numbers are just incredibly large. Um, and so, you know, I don't think through our program, we can address everything, right? I think the research shows that 79% of, of folks that are on SNAP will um, will order or are very likely or are extremely likely to order online groceries if deliveries were free, right? But only 21% of them do today, right? So if you take that delta and you say, hey, where if we solve this, here's the right. sort of um, proportion of folks who would be, you know, willing to, to order now online. Um, and that comes out to be about 218,000 of Hoosiers, right, within Indiana. And so that that's, I think, you know, if we were to roll this out across the state, that's the impact that we could potentially have. Um, I think, you know, at, at, at a very small scale, right, right now we're just piloting. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're trying to cheat as much as we can in terms of infrastructure. Uh, right by by not having to rebuild everything, and so we're really focused on the delivery portion of it, um, and and you know using you know uh, you know Walmart or 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 Kroger who already takes um, you know uh, online payments through EBT uh, for uh, not delivery necessarily, but but for um, uh, for pickup, right? And so if they have that whole system, let's we you know our approach right now is let's not mess with that. Uh, but we'll sort of do that last mile piece. Right? It's powerful. Gung has talked, and we've talked about these federal programs, SNAP program, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Last year was well over $100 billion as a federal program. And many don't know this, Gung, but the SNAP program, like many federal nutrition programs, actually funded through the Farm Bill. In yeah. fact, seventy-five, roughly 75% of the current Farm Bill dedicated to funding nutrition programs as we look to the future, the farm bill is coming up again in 2023. Timing for this innovation and, and really showing what innovation can do is critical. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, and, 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 you know, if we can, um, by the end of the year, right, really show meaningful progress, um, hopefully we, this can be a, a model that gets adopted by, by other states and other regions. Um, that, that would be certainly a, uh, uh, so, you, know, an, an, you know, an impact we could be proud of, right? Without a doubt. We, we've often said that hunger tech should be a new category of software, much like we've seen with financial services software becoming fintech, marketing technology becoming martech, sales technology, sales tech. We think there's a role here for hunger tech. Gung, final question. What's next for civic champs as you think about hunger tech and even more broadly? Sure. I mean, for us, a lot of this is uh, going to come down to uh, continuing the pilot, but, but uh, really starting to uh, put the technology together, right? So the the yeah. vision we you know we have is that someone can use uh, you know we're we're a mobile app on the Civic Champ side, right? And so use a mobile app to order online. Um, you place an order. You know a volunteer can see like a request come through. They can accept that request, um, and then ideally, right, they can accept multiple requests, right? And we can help them route. Uh, that uh, to be most efficient, right? And then, you know, they sort of go to one grocery store, you know, can drop off to, to multiple places. Um, and then we can track, you know, their, their mileage and all of those things to make the reimbursements and that process um, as seamless as possible too, right? Uh, it's an exciting time to be in innovation and such a critical area of focus as we think about serving those 
in our communities who are hungry. Gung Wong is CEO of Civic Champs and our Hunger Tech Challenge winner. Gung, thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you for tuning in to Ag Bioscience. Get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. While there, you can also access our entire library of archived episodes, and you can always learn more online at agronovasindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovas team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovas Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier, panel episodes by Gary Dick, produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez, photography by Kaylee Kerr. To learn more and get all Ag Bioscience episodes, visit agronovasindiana.com.